Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this, talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. Friend lightly. My name is Brian Beckner, of course. I'm joined as always by Molly McAleer. Molly, what's up? Dude, I did some Memorial Day shopping this weekend. Ooh, like you went out and like you went out to sales? No, 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 no. Oh, you did online? No, I did go out. I saw a family person. I saw a relative, which was awesome. But I did all my Memorial Day shopping online. I forgot that that was like a sale weekend. Um, Yeah, I did too. I ordered some stuff online and I'm like, why is everything 30% off? Yes. And so I, um, I'd had this like Bed Bath & Beyond gift certificate for like a hundred bucks for a long time. And then I just hadn't used it. And then I thought, okay, wait a minute. Why don't you go on? It's Memorial Day. Then of all things, I see a BuzzFeed tweet. Like a disgusting person, I saw a BuzzFeed tweet of all the places you can go shopping online for a discount. And I have the the what? Honey browser, which is basically me oh, agreeing to let people spy on me for coupons. Yep. That Why oftentimes not? amount to nothing. But a lot of times it's like you're getting the best deal. And I'm like, then what the fuck do I have you for? Right. So I decided I needed to do a little switch up. I want to sell the day bed that I have in my living room because I had a friend who was living with me for a while. Like he was going through something and I was like, you can stay at my place. No problem. Um, And so I moved my day bed that was outside. Like I brought it inside, cleaned it up, obviously brought it inside. And then it's been like sitting as like this huge piece of furniture in my room for a while. Yeah. And I also have been living in my house for a while where like I did so much work in this house when I first bought it. And there's some little things that haven't been done yet. So I never sanded my floors after I Uh moved in, which is like Uh something I've been wanting to do for the whole time. Still, I still am not in a place to do that because one, that would mean everything has to get moved. In order to yeah, sand it's these too floors. Much. It's too much. You, you should have done it before you moved in. Well, you know what? I didn't know. I had to yeah. do like major no, construction. You. And I also ripped out half the kitchen floor and put down like this dope tile thing. Like I've sort of like created a space. The space that I bought was very weird. It was weird. Like I looked at it. It felt up from another time. The It, it was... Right. And then this couple that owned it before me, like put in a weird illegal bathroom. Like it's like this house is very creative. I'll say that. 
So I wound up taking down a bunch of walls. I have this like hybrid kitchen living room area. Mm-hmm. And I've been needing a nice great room. A nice little uh 10 by 14, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I needed yeah. a rug. I needed a rug that was gonna take up half of my fucking downstairs area. That is it's that's one by the of way, the that is like to shop for. a rug that could take up half of my downstairs area. Like, by the way, I'm so aware of the kink community now. I just want to be clear. I was talking about a fucking carpet that I ordered off of the internet for this uh, a Frankenstein house I've made. This thing, yeah, okay, Brian. I ordered one that was like, I don't know, it was reasonable. Like yeah. it was a yeah. reasonable purchase. I think it would have been probably fifteen hundred before. Oh, I was going to say a, a rug that size can be very expensive. Even even um, even a reasonable one is quite a big purchase. Right. So here's the thing: if I really wanted to ball out and was like, I'm definitely dying here. I would go buy the five thousand, six thousand, twelve thousand dollar rug. Like I sure. would invest, right? Or I'd yep. be willing to take one of the rugs that my mom has been trying to give me for years and I would, you know, do something with that. But yeah. um, I just am not in that place. I know that like I will probably not live in this house forever. My house has appreciated a great deal since I bought it. I totally. don't want to die here. I feel like I want to cry every time I think of dying in Los Angeles. So yeah. I just want a rug that's like they're so ugly. This is what I'm getting at. I wound up buying three rugs. Um, This rug website has so many rugs. It was rugsusa.com. Oh, I've been on there. I I know Rugs USA. Pricey. That's a pricey website. And I got a great rug. It looked beautiful in photos. Of course, you always have to go into the reviews. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And see the photos because everything looks different. There was one I was sold on, but it looked completely different in person. This thing is like, yeah, it's going to come. I hope I don't hate it. It was in the mail, like basically as soon as I bought it. Then I ordered these two runners from my upstairs. I'm just glad I got a good price. I, you know, yeah. I, I know this is supposed to be like memorializing people, things, terrible things have happened to uh or right. whatever. We're, re- we're remembering the fallen. We're remembering the fallen, exactly. Yeah, with sales. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I did that, and then I got some jeans, and I also, uh, what else did I pick up on Memorial Day shopping? I got some I got some good stuff. Oh, I got a chaise. Oh, I love a chaise. Well, like an outdoor yeah, one? Yeah, well, no, an indoor yeah. one. Indoor one, Well, yeah. I wanted to go weird, because like I have an allowance in my style in my living room right now that now that I've added this rug I could go full MCM or I could get Mm -hmm. weird and I could incorporate almost like a you know Victorian era or like a Chesterfield type couch eclectic I like that I like I like some MCM pieces mixed in with like warmer stuff. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I I know my yeah. mom, Shauna is not a hater, but I did feel hated upon because I had pulled a, like out, you know, my house is pretty bright. I have bright blue countertops on my kitchen. I have um like, you know, I'm putting in this orange rug, but my furniture is uh-huh. all mostly neutral. So I was like, okay, yeah. I can get a white chaise. 
And so I eliminated the velvet on my own. I found this great one. There was an out-of-box sale on a a great little chaise. Probably it was incredible. Mm -hmm. Love it. Nope. I had to say no velvet with the kitties. Then oh, right. there was one that was like Victorian style and it looked yeah. like, oh my God, like if I went over to like my uh, Armenian best friend's house in high school and saw that in her mom's bedroom, I would be like, that is the height of luxury. Totally. I'm going to sit on that. It's the most comfortable thing. It's the kind of thing that I would look at as a child and be like, I would want to own that. As an adult, I wasn't really sold on it, but my mom said hard no go with the MCM one. And I'm already mm-hmm. having doubts. Like my heart wasn't sold on it because I know MCM is built for style, not comfort. Not not comfort. Yeah, it's true. And you it's know true, what? Especially. Yeah. I wanted to order a lazy boy dog. I was looking at lazy boys. No. I'm like, did that? Yeah. No. no, dude, I want to go full lazy boy. No. Yeah, I do. I want a mechanical chair in the middle of my living room. It's so fog malls. I don't give a shit just, if it's fog. You know what it is? It's I, malls. Well, and I'm just going to own it and mm-hmm. I'm going to love it. And why am I lying about my life? I want a fucking you, recliner. And you're going to sit in it? Yeah, I'm going to sit in it and I'm going to like oh watch TV shows. I'm going to put my little legs up and my little cats can come and sit on my lap. And it's going to be a fuck you to everyone. Is it going to be like tufted? Is it going to be like overstuffed? No, I don't care. Like no. So I, I am. Leather? I'm not. I'm not a fool. And so I wasn't able to find a recliner that fit my aesthetic. But this is what I'm telling you. Someday a recliner is going to come to me and it's going to be a huge fuck you to all of my haters. Because you know what? I'm not afraid to admit who I am, which is a comfortable ass indoor child bitch. I'm an Irish American indoor child cunt. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So you want you want comfort. You're all Send about comfort. There's nothing wrong with that. The recliner energy to me. You guys, if you're out there in the universe, if you want to send me a recliner, I will uh. go on a date with your brother. That <laughs> That's it. Here's here's my thing about recliners, besides the fact that Do you think really that's ugly. fair? Yeah, it is. Okay. Um I But no, I'm not the, promising yeah. sexual contact. No one's saying that. Okay. No one thinks that. That's not implied. Here's the thing about recliners, besides them being real fug and not really like I like to get on my side. That's sometimes. your hate like, that's your self-hatred. And by the way, like No. You know, like let me know when I see you in a unique space. I've never seen you in a unique space. Oh, my space is very unique. My home space. Hmm. No, it is. Is it? Yeah, it's very unique. I have like one of those modular couches, like one of those. It's it's a knockoff of the unique a, a knockoff cloud. of a restoration hardware couch is your unique accessory. I appreciate the self awareness. No, that's not what I'm Listen, saying. I'm saying I bought a space. knockoff Persian rug. So I'm describing the space. I'm not saying that owning that couch makes it unique. That's all. What else you have? Um, I have a rug. But I did, similar to you, I needed a rug for this house, and it looked one color. It looked like kind of like pale blue and pink when I was looking at it on the website, and then I ordered it, and it's kind of like dark blue with pale blue, and the pink is like fucking mauve. 
Right. And But then it's like, what am I going to fucking send this back? Like I unrolled it. I, like I'm going to roll it back together and tape it up. That's and where they get give you. It, That's where yes, they get give you. Give it to the UPS man. It's like, hey, I'm just going to live with the fucking blue and mauve rug. And you know what? I do live with it. And it's. It's not my favorite. I don't love it. Well, that's it exactly make, what I read yeah. in a Rugs USA review. Was yeah. like it just came raw dog, like rolled up. I thought it would come maybe in a box or something, which I don't know why. Like, what are you brand new to life? Like, obviously, uh, it comes raw dog if you've ever seen a rug. But they do ship yes. it to you like that. Yes. And the thing is, is it, it does. It puts the onus on you. There's no Rugs USA like drop off center. You have to mail that shit back. It's a um, yeah. it's a genius it's, business plan it's if brutal. you think about it. Like there's no I ordered some shit from Target uh yeah. because everyone was talking up this Target designer collection that dropped. It's like the big oh, you yeah. know how every year they like collab with different designers and it's like a must have moment. Yeah, Masoni, they'll do like Masoni by Target and I'm looking be like at these my Masoni for Target yeah. blanket right now that I had yeah. to like, you know, Gorgeous. I had to kill people for that blanket, that little throw. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I have ch- like traditionally stayed away from it, but this year's collections are really fantastic. They definitely are size inclusive and that's something they were going for. They were trying to a lot of the dresses look better on the plus size models and they do the straight size models. Um, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. So they did this like, like great collection. It was super inclusive, super bright. I had heard from friends that it like held up. And so I went out, I ordered like, you know, as, as many that I liked that I could, cause it was hard to get them. They all came. Like, um, literally, amazing. is there anything more depressing than, like, an item from Target coming where you're like, I, like, just fell into the best deal of my life, and it sucks. Like, I have to return yeah. all of it. But yeah. Target is smart. They don't give you a receipt. I, I'm saving all these complicated plastic bags. There are yeah. store tags on it, like, as if I just went into the Target and Eagle Rock and bought it. So I'm like, I'm afraid that I'm going to go in there and they're going to accuse me of shoplifting. I know that is a weird feeling when you walk in with the thing, but they know. They just know they're, you know, they're watching you. They got the cameras. They know who's doing what in the store. They got you sized up. They know you for life. By the way, you guys, just a heads up. If you like to shoplift, um, Target will let you steal $500 worth of things and then they'll get you for a felony. So don't, oh, and then you're right. banned from every Target store forever. They like got that face Smart. technology. They're on some black mirror. Okay. Yeah, of course they are. Let's start out. I do feel like our show today is a little bit of a journey to black mirror. I'm not going to lie. We're going to start out with a really innocent story that shout out. I think, um, was it Katie in the stereo chat reminded yes. us to do the story? I'd seen this earlier in the week. I didn't know exactly what it was but this woman uh rebecca renner uh she's 31 she mm-hmm. tweeted that this was this was it she was going to fly across the country and go profess her love to the love of her life and throughout the flight she's like sort of keeping people caught up on it uh let's start with the first tweet 
Last night, a personal tragedy reminded me that life is uncertain and too goddamn short. So I booked a plane ticket and I'm about to fly across the country to tell the love of my life how I feel. Wish me luck. And don't wait on another day to tell those you love that you love them. So right. then she goes on to say, before this does even scarier numbers, here's the link to my tiny letter. I'm posting book updates only to it, max two to three per year. Please subscribe mm-hmm. if you want to know when my book is available for pre-order. Exactly. Okay. Then she writes, I'm not there yet. One more flight to go. It's like a little picture of the sky. It's actually a pretty good picture from an airplane. Then she mm-hmm. is well lit in her mask, her floral mask. So then it goes to, yep. well, this is me in my shitty motel room after getting rejected. I don't know whether to be sad or angry, but I'll live to love another day. Hopefully that love will be for someone who values it. Sorry to disappoint you, Twitter. So now I'm stuck in Ashland, Oregon. Any ideas on what to do here? Anyone want to take me on an adventure? She writes. I'm like, girl, if you've not been through a fucking enough today, girl, like this is so why thirsty. I, I have a deep theory about this. So uh, okay. it goes on to say, before you feel bad for us, please read to the end of the story. The guy and I are hanging out. We decide to be kind to each other after everything that happened to us this wild year. This story and earlier things. Kindness. I recommend it. Last week, I ran off on a road trip with someone I thought I was falling in love with. I saw the Grand Canyon for the first time. Then things started to implode. Now I have an epic story about how the chance I took on love unraveled as I sped in a Mustang down Route 66. Stop it. Stop it. This is bullshit. I mean, okay, so Bri... Here's my thing. Yeah. There's a very yeah. common trend that's just taken off yes. with lit agents on TikTok where they get people to talk about a book as if it happened to them because story time confessional type stories are so huge. So someone will be like, oh, so I my dad died and I had to sell his house, but it turns out that my a high school boyfriend lived next door and he uh, had him, his sister disappeared up. a year prior. Like, and so they'll tell the story as if it actually happened to them. And they'll be like, if you like this, then you're going to love this book. Like this. So they have been marketing books in this really great way. And you see people, I think it's awesome because it's basically encouraging kids to read from the perspective of if you like listening to people tell like a YouTube or TikTok story time, then you'll love this actual piece of literature because that's the people they need to capture at this point. Like readers are are already readers, but the only way to get people in is to be like, Hey, maybe you never knew reading could be this type of story. Um, Right. Reading is fundamental, but I feel like, um, you don't think this whole thing is a book pitch. Yeah, it it totally is. I know you're hundred percent right. What I was thinking was I, it, it felt promotional it felt like something there was something at work something at play behind this story and it reminded me remember those people a few years ago that did like that engagement they did i a, have a been tw- thinking about that and i'm so glad yes. you said that not because of this yes. story but lately that's been re like 
you know, refreshing in my mind that story. So it was like a woman and her husband and like this woman was just, you know, happened to be an improviser or something. And she was like, it was like LA to Portland or something. And this like attractive couple or this attractive man and woman were sitting next to each other in front of her and she manufactured a whole drama. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, I felt like the, uh, this story had those same vibes to me at first, before I, before I got into it, I, I, it gave me like kind of a little, maybe I, I was kind of like, well, maybe she just wants to get the fuck out of Orlando. Like anybody that's been to Orlando might just right. is willing to, is willing to risk it all to go to literally any other city in the United States of America. And it's like, you know, it could be like a 90 day fiance type situation. It's just like, whatever, you know, yeah. like I don't sure you live with your mom. Sure. You mainly subsist on spoonfuls of mayonnaise. You don't work. I don't fucking care. I need to get out of Orlando. I live in Orlando. I'm going to drop it. Ne- I okay. need to go to a different place. Here's a theory. Cause this girl is pretty yeah. and she looks cool and she's yeah. obviously smart. Yeah. I don't think this girl lives in Orlando. I think that maybe she's a New York person that was, uh, you know, went to Orlando where her mom lives for the pandemic. This is, by the way, if I read further down this article, I could probably easily uh, demystify this. But I'm going to go with my theory, my gut theory. She's at home in Orlando. She gets her vaccination. She's been thinking of this idea on how to virally market a potential book. She fly like maybe she flies out to go on a road trip with this guy that who knows what maybe they could she's verified maybe they connected over Raya. You know, because Raya will send you around the world. Maybe they connected over Raya. She flies out to visit him. They do the Grand Canyon thing. She's already thinking to myself, okay, that story in and of itself was whirlwind. If I make that my act one, and act two is me flying to, I guess, Portland, where he lives, to get rejected. So then setup number three, I go on an adventure because people feel bad for me. There's something there. So this is my thought. I think that she, this is a story in three acts, truly. She met a guy on Raya while she was staying at her mom's house in Orlando. She's probably a New Yorker, stuck in Orlando during pandemic, gets her vaccination, flies out to do the Grand Canyon road trip, goes back home to Orlando, thinks to herself, wow, that was a fairy tale. What would build upon this story better? Why don't I go across the country and profess my love to someone that I know probably does not feel that way about me? Oh, absolutely. Then I can go sit in a motel room and post on Twitter that I am rejected after all these people have picked up on this story. Of course, all my blue check mark media friends. All you need is one. And she sits in the motel room. And then I guess act three is what? She... Someone takes her on an adventure. I feel like what we're seeing basically is her outlining her book. Yeah, she's gonna. This is the. This is her trying to have a Zola. Moment. She's gonna meet. It's an eat, pray, love. Sitch. I don't even know. If, I don't even know what that means. Um, she's. 
she's going to find somebody and fall in love. She's going to. This is white girl Zola. Like, honestly, this is really, this is white lit chick Zola. And by the way, not to completely, you know, tell Rebecca Renner, age 31, who posted a series of tweets as she prepared to fly from Orlando to declare her love for a man named Francois Walmerans. Oh, come on. So they definitely met on Raya. Yeah, absolutely. They definitely. Oh, yeah. You're telling me this girl from Orlando went on a road trip with a man named Francois Walmerans? Come on. on. Yeah, this this is the Reese Witherspoon version of Zola. Like, People saw what happened with Zola. It's it was this story told in a series of tweets that went viral. That she sold the story. Now it's a movie, and they're like, "Hey, we could do this, but we could do less of a Spring Breakers version of it. We could do more of a right. Sweet Home Alabama version of it. We put Reese Witherspoon in there instead of Riley Keough, and we go and we've got suddenly we've got mass appeal. Like this is a formula." But here's the thing, like much like that, you know, hipster sort of like oddball couple that projected all that shit onto the couple on the flight that they were like, they're going to get married. And the next thing you know, this like personal trainer had to go on Good Morning America with without the other chick who had this story put upon her because she was so embarrassed to be a part of it. Like. You know, this is the the reason why this isn't perceived well is because honestly, like it's the authenticity. Yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't ring true. That's It doesn't ring true. And like you get psyched for the moment, but this truly is like a, a it, this is the high of a dumb man. Like I hate to say, like this is the a dumb man's high. Like how are you, what do you mean? You're going to like watch this check on Twitter? Go meet the love of her life. Well, how do we benefit from that? Right. With Zola, Zola's blowing the lid off some shit. She's being like, hey, you go to Miami with your girlfriend for the weekend. This is what's going to fucking happen. Totally. That's some shit. It's more salacious. And by the way. And more real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, more than more salacious, it's a story that we're not going to see. We've seen. This is like almost a throwback story. This is like. Your birthday twin, Nora Ephron. Yes. Uh, Throwback to that. Sleepless in Seattle. I'm calling you out, girly, with with all respect and, uh, you know, just, you know, prayers up to your family. Love you. Love you so much. I think you met this guy on Raya. Uh, You were crafting in your mom's apartment in Orlando. Knitting. Genius, by the way. But... We got to think outside the bun next time. Yeah, you got there has to be a little more because all of us know all of us know someone like this that's like, "Hey, I'm moving to Vegas to cuz I'm fine like my girlfriend got a job there and I'm going to, you know, we're done doing the long distance thing. I'm risking it all and I'm moving to Vegas and we're going to be together." And then 3 months later they move back. "Hey, it didn't work out." Like that's, that's not a, that's a non-story, like going across the country on a whirlwind romance, who, who hasn't met somebody and been like head over heels with them for a week and just going crazy and then planning your life together. And then you go, Oh, well this fucking, this person drips fucking green tea everywhere and just doesn't even give a shit. Like they don't, they don't, they don't clean up after themselves. Like I don't, I can't live with this person. And also 
They said they graduated from art school and they don't even have a degree. Why would they lie? That's such a weird thing to lie about. Just tell the truth Hmm. that you didn't finish. You know, it's like you, you fall into these whirlwind things and then, and then slowly people are revealed. Sometimes more quickly people are revealed and it's, oh, and it ends, you know, it's, it's no harm, no foul. You, what you fucking, you booked a flight to Ashland, Oregon. Also, I feel like they picked like a twee city, like a, like a cute, like quaint it's place. so it's just off brand yep. a little yep. bit like and that's really that's really kind of what it is for me is that it feels a little bit off brand. First of all, at least have your character come from a place more interesting than Orlando. Really good point. Lie. Lie. Say Sarasota. I was going to say that's more interesting. Yeah, I was going to say that pick like a panhandle Pensacola. Like a, right or 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 the, the Mississippi, uh, like the Miss the Gulf Coast, you know, like be the verified in Pensacola. Yes, but in Orlando, disgusting. Uh, Orlando. Disgusting. But then, don't be mean because here's the Orlando's thing: she disgusting. is younger than us. It does feel like punching. It feels punching down a it little does. to be because, like, I know I don't like to I don't like to tease because I'm going to be honest with her. I do think that she has. There's something to what she did. She the vir- virality it took sure. off. I'm gonna say next time you do this, call us. Yeah, we can punch it up. I have like some friendly notes because, by the way, I hope this does work for you, and I hope you do get people to read because that's really what it is. As much as people say it's about selling books, people buy books because they have the intention to read them, and that is uh, that's a thing. So I I never have a problem with someone Def, buying books. If I punched it up, well, two things that I just thought of. One, the Orlando aspect. Don't fucking don't sleep on the on the coziness with the Walt Disney Company, who is Orlando is basically a a, a Disney town. Oh, you think she's trying to just hey yeah hey. You know, maybe there's a tie-in. Maybe she's trying the- to be a little modern day Raya princess, Princess Raya. Yes, yeah, maybe there's an Epcot tie-in here dude, somewhere. Dude, she's Princess Raya. Yes. Dude, she was like, this is it. She marries this guy. Uh, What's his name? Francois. Vogelnot. What's his name? Francois what? I don't know. It's just the, the, the link keeps like, refreshing itself. Yeah. Wal- Francois Walmarans. Yes. Okay, girl. You're Princess Raya, dude. You are the next Disney princess. I do. I appreciate that angle. Also, this hotel she's in, this setup is disgusting. Sorry, girly. No, 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 no. I know your life is hell, but this hotel setup that she's in, she's sitting on the far side in front of this random mirror, which is definitely where perverts are lurking. Yes. There's perverts in the wall. Of course. There was a, there was a Netflix then, about this. What are these? hangers hold on hold on now now i need to see you know how i am about this stuff the problem is no you'll die the problem is you'll hate this 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 story is from the daily mail which is basically hepatitis for your computer if you try to open some no it's no it's truly is it's like well so i bought this bee pollen at the armenian market the other day because i thought i was like supporting local bees or something and i also it seemed like it was a pop-up Dude, I go home and I look it up. Like, it has remedies, I guess. But, like, the main one, it's like, oh, this is great for genital warts. Jesus. See, now the link just died. What? HPV? Yeah, it was like, 
No, gen- H. Well, I guess, but like, also, there aren't there just like warts that aren't from HPV. Weren't there like old school warts before everyone knew about? Because HPV only came out when I was like in college. You bought you bought an a, an HPV remedy from the Armenian know. market. Well, like, well, no, that's one of the things it's it's useful for, I guess. I like, guess also good for like burns and like I guess immunity. Like I don't know, but like there was no with supplements. There's no directions. No. No, because it's like they can kind of just say anything. Well, like it's good for lupus. Yeah, and I think like honestly, if it's if it's any use for genital warts at all, which I don't think is just HPV, because HPV didn't come out till I was like in college. Like no one, like I mean, people had HPV, but it wasn't like a known thing. I think there's genital I don't know. warts that are from life. I don't know because this dick is clean. I'll just Ew, say that. I don't. Ryan, that's just. Okay. We don't have to get into it. I'm just saying, Ew. I believe, Great. I believe that genital warts are a manifestation of HPV. I don't know. That's one of doctor. the, there's like a few, there's a handful that oh, okay. have strains because right. there's over 110 strains of HPV. I don't know how I dodged that bullet. Honestly, I don't know how I dodged it, but God bless. Here's the thing. Also, by the way. I should have it. Like, I think pretty much everyone should have it. And by the way, Brian, you wouldn't know if you did. So shut your fucking mouth. But I know they say they say like 80 percent of people have it. I don't. It hasn't. Yeah, But also, presented. no, just because you haven't. Yeah, exactly. You definitely have HPV. So shut the fuck up. What the fuck are you talking about? I I'm don't think. Listen. So like if you are like uh, 18 and scared you're pregnant, you might. Google like Chinese herbs that would give you a natural plan B. Right. And so like there's things that I think just are tagged for that. So like if someone's out here mad desperate being like, yo, I got warts on my dick. What do I do? I don't want to go to my doctor. I'm Christian, et cetera. Well, no, I think we can all like humanize yourself. I think we can all relate to that fear. Okay. Yes. Right. Of just like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I'm saying yeah. I think this is for that was for the SEO. You know how we might drop right. David Dobrik's name in the description. It's for the yes. SEO. So I don't know if this stuff is mainly this bee pollen extract. It's called a uh, prop propolis. Right. Yeah. Anyway, support Armenian businesses. I love you. God bless. Thank you to all my Armenian families listening to this out there. You guys are good people. Oh. I, I love it. I love an ethnic market. I love an Asian market. I love a Korean market. I love a Mexican market. But they also have the best shout produce. out to the Armenians too. And of course, the Arme- I don't live. I don't live in an Armenian this area. Is but be if the I did, number one podcast in Armenia. If you just let it happen, much like we are in Croatia. Croatia. Can we just bef- before we move on, I really need to address the motel room situation because you're absolutely right. It's got low key. Um, halfway house vibes. It looks like she she's a pedophile. Yeah, it looks like she just did twenty eight days getting off Zans, and now they're like, okay, you're gonna restart your life. We're gonna start here, and she's in a a cinder block room that's got one of those racks on the wall where that they put pillows on, and like the the iron is on there. So there's, you know what that tells me? There's no closet. There's no closet. There's a rack on the wall that's holding pillows and 
and her own, her own likely plastic hangers are just, are just strewn there. Look, I get that you were jilted in Ashland, Oregon. I don't think those were hers. I think that like traveling motorists left those there. I like see that. a truck driver. Yeah. yeah. Salesman. Oh yeah. This, I look, I don't want to, you know, that room has a bed spread on it. And you know what I mean by bed? Oh spread. no, I that, know it's too, da- it's a distinct syllable difference for sure. <sighs> There's an emphasis. And by the way, so I'm going to tell you what I think. I think she looks like a pretty sorority girl that was taking a piss in an alley one night. And she, the cops rolled up and they decided because she was fucked up. Let's say she's on, she's stealing her roommate Zans. Yep. And she was fucked up and she fought back with the police. Yep. And she, they decided to, you know, really throw the book at her. And so yep. not only is she a registered sex offender, yep, but she has, you know, she's dealing with a Zan issue and yep. is going, and, you know, and, and she's and on work jail. release. Yeah. She's on work release. They get her a job at subway. Nothing. Hey, no disrespect to subway. This is just what I'm picturing happened for her. They get her a job at subway. Can someone I mean, please Photoshop a subway visor on her? For Subway, and by no disrespect to Eat Subway, fresh. I mean no, no disrespect to the people that work at Subway. The food at Subway is fucking disgusting, no. and the smell of Subway is even more disgusting. Fuck I Subway. can't imagine. No, uh, she. So she's on work release. She's working at Subway, and then this is where she comes back every night. And it's ask riddle me this. Can't believe I just said that. Riddle me it. As good as the lighting on the photo that she took on the plane is remember the photo on the plane. That's when things are going good. She's like on my way. I'm going to storyteller. Yes. I'm going to Ashton, Oregon. Look at me. I'm fuck. I'm wearing a mask. It's a curated flower mask. Also, you can tell even with the mask on that I'm a pretty girl. No. And I mean, like, honestly, you're with, uh, Roman will willing will wellness or whatever the fucking guy's name is, whatever yep, his name Francois. is. She's with him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And this yes. guy lets her go here. They just yes. drove across the country together. I know he has yeah. to have some sort of image of her like financials or something. The yes. only place she can go in Oregon is a hotel room with cinder block walls. Disgusting. And, Notice that that picture's bad. The lighting's bad. Her skin, she looks pale, sallow. Yeah, she's it's, she's Hitchcock over here, dog. She's, yes, she's, she's running game. Yes, she's pitching you the story without using so again, the words. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. I think that Homie was on TikTok. She's a creative. She was yep. probably maybe lost at least a portion of her job over the pandemic, yep. but she had yep. moved home anyway to Orlando so she could save money, maybe sublet out her NYC apartment. No, malls, malls, pre pandy. She pitched this. She had meetings and not with like. No, I think her original idea sucked. Could be. Yeah, but it was close. It's not far off. And she's like, what if, what if I took that story that was just a regular boy meets girl, girl loses boy, girl finds another boy story. And what if I tweak it and make it about me? 
and uh, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna document it on my socials, and people are gonna be talking about it. And all of a sudden, I'm not gonna be trying to get meetings with Random House. Random House is gonna be calling me. Right. Right. And it worked. Yeah, no, I mean, this totally, this totally is, it's the same thing as the plane thing, right? Before a lot of people, like the couple thing, before a lot of people realized it was inappropriate, a lot of people liked it. This story is safe. It's brand safe. I will just tell you, though, the thing that's missing here, if this is the story, is the fucking inappropriate. And by the way, it's not you showing up to his house. The inappropriate is something else like because you do need in a book. Come on. The whole point of a book is that it's better than anything that some storyteller could tell like to a TikTok video. It's fantastical. Like there's something there has to be a detail. And what's going to happen is a dick piercing. And she found that out at the Grand Canyon. Wow. I think he has a because he's foreign. Is that a is that a deal breaker? He's foreign. By the way, I've committed so much. I in my mind, this guy is some sort of international crypto boy that yeah. I've like now. I'm now saying factually. Oh well, he's foreign. I have no idea if Francois is foreign or not. But yeah, I think he has a dick piercing. So the dick piercing thing, obviously, there's a lot of drawbacks to the dick piercing. Mostly, primarily having somebody shove something sharp through your dick. That would be Mm. the number one. That'd be the number one drawback for me. Followed closely by having to sit to pee for the rest of your life. Think about that. Oh, you gotta do that? Yeah, you gotta do that because if you get the one that goes through your dick hole, you can't pee a normal stream. Oh, I didn't know that. You're, you're peeing, you're oh, peeing like a split Oh, so is like that why so many stream. guys pee in the stall at, because like sometimes I'm like, why is, you know, not all the times that I'm in men's bathrooms or whatever. Sure. But like, yeah, I've been in men's bathrooms and like, I'm like, what, that's That's, that's where the cocaine is. No asshole, oh. because I'm oh. shameless. And when I was like 15 years old, I went and used the men's room at Fenway. I'm not waiting in I've a done, fucking done- line. I've done that at concerts where the where the line to the men's is just so many millions of miles long or at a ball game and See, I'll just go in the See, that's the difference between you yeah. and I because I go to concerts like Beyonce where the line was yeah. wrapped around the building. I went and used the men's room. Yeah. I did get yeah. talked to by security and I was like, what? I was like, what about oh, it? Yeah. I'm using if, the men's room. If you're, Do you think I'm scoping out dicks? Like, are you for real? You, of course not. It's if If you're like all... Like, like, just have all bathrooms unisex. Have it all stalls, That's right? Because the urinal is disgusting. At the, I went to the highlight room yesterday, which was like, is a very hot, young brunch spot. I took some relatives oh. there who were in town because I wanted like a rooftop in Hollywood. And this place was great. It was right across from the Hollywood sign. And then I know like my family is very like traditional. Like they normally wouldn't indulge themselves on something as like simple as the Hollywood Boulevard tour. But sure. I took my uncle to like go see all the stars. He was completely dying because my family would talk to me about Hollywood my whole life. He was dying. Yeah. But like, that's awesome. This place had an all gender bathroom. And like, I'm going to tell you something. It has Coke vibes. Oh, yeah, totally. Anytime like you're in an all gender bathroom. I'm not talking. I don't think there's going to be fucking going on in there. No, I don't think it's anything like the Republicans thought it would be. 
I no, think that not. the world is going to become a Coke tray. Yeah, no, that's that's what's yeah. It's going to make it much easier for people to who hook up. Hey, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, I got a, I got a little, uh, I got a little yay. You want to come to the, you want to come to the uh, combined, the all gender restroom with me? Because it's now it's easy for two people to go into the same restroom because everything's a stall anymore. So all the Republicans who are worried about trans people going in their bathroom know what you really need to be worried about is everyone's going to be doing Coke, except for me. I never want to be in a room with it again. It freaks me out. Okay, listen. Yeah. I never have been in the room with it. Never seen it in Minecraft once. But here's the thing. You pulled a Reddit that I thought was interesting. Let's talk about it. So there's, I used to have this guy that would, um, every week he would send me a different Reddit to talk about on my podcast. And it was all shit that I just had no idea existed. Like how many Sharpies can you shove up your ass? And it would just be people with like 11 Sharpies Right. Take, taking like a picture a of, of Sharpies and hanging like, out of their ass. And I'm like, tonight, why does guys? this exist? Yeah. But I saw one, I got an email this week from Reddit and this one is called, what is it called? Fridge, Fridge. Detective yes. Malls. And it's just pe- people crack their fridge. They just take a picture of it. And then they, everyone in the comments tries to guess what kind of person has this kind of fridge. And I was like, oh my God, Malls and I could do this for an hour. Right. Like this is the kind of thing we could talk about. So I pulled some, do you want to look at the first one that I sent? Well, I want to throw out really quickly that this is like a, um, this took off, I think, because there was a person who toured the country taking photos of different people's fridges. I assume that that's what this was inspired by. And I, I told Brian, I have a clear front fridge. I don't have a fridge door. Like you're not met with like stainless steel. Like you can see everything in my fridge and I love it. Because, well, you know, listen, Bri, not just like I've had eating disorders and shit, dude. So like I have been very uh, weird about my fridge. And then I saw this book. I fell in love with it. And I was like, there's something about that accountability. Um, Anyway, there was a book where they did this. And I love the idea of having a clear fridge and also commercial fridges are the best fridges. So I bought one where you could see through my fridge at all times. It's for accountability because like I have two of these photos framed in my house. One's like from a bartender in Austin and it's all like styrofoam, just takeout containers. And then there's a teacher, uh, I think it's a fourth grade teacher who started her, her organic diet for the first week. And it's just so overwhelmed with vegetables. It's like daunting. So I love the yeah. idea of striking a balance. Yeah. But I think some of these are show offs. Well, okay. So let's go with the first one I put on the list. It's called What About Me? And why don't you give us your initial thoughts on What About Me? Or describe it. You want me to describe it? We can do it together. Okay. It's a, it, I mean, this is a garage fridge. It's a garage fridge. It looks to me, and see if you agree, 
that this is in some type of um, industrial setting, like a mechanic's garage or a machine yeah, shop. Yeah, I would say, or even like um, because of the way the eggs are. Yeah. I would even say that this is for the workers at a farm. There is, well, because that is, that's an important detail because you're like, oh, this isn't, it looks like it's in a garage setting, but then you're like, well, there's not people's lunches in there. There is a quite large number of eggs in this fridge. There's two like crates of, I would say, what, 24? That's 24 on the top. Um, There's two of those, but then also there's a bunch of beer. A lot of beer. But we've got a variety of beer. We've got some Modelo in there. We've got some what looks like maybe Shiners. We've got um, an India Pale Ale. We got a Stray. We've got some, what is that, a 305? Might be. I think there's a Budweiser in there. We got some pita chilling. Yeah. And what looks like I know to be a Trader Joe's uh, 0% Greek uh, yogurt. plain Greek yeah, yogurt. Yeah, I see that. I'm thinking, and then a bag of cheddar. I'm thinking this is omelets, yeah. milk, yeah. beer. I'm thinking this, and, and a lot of butter. And then, of course, just a simple PB. We got a Skippy Chunky. Yeah. Respect for the yeah, Chunky. Yeah, I like Chunky. And oh no, is that creamy? No, fuck them. We got a mustard in there. I'm thinking we there's a a juice in the way back. Some potatoes. This is a this is a this is like the back room at a farm. Yeah. Yep, it's a it's a place where people work and cook. You know where it could be? Did you watch Breaking Bad? Where? Yeah. Remember on Breaking Bad? Oh no, it's on Better Call Saul. When they're when they're like building wait, it was on one of those, I can't remember. When they're building the when they're building the meth lab, that they bring in all the German workers from Germany. They're like, we can't have we got it's gotta be a secret. So when you get here, you can't leave. You gotta be here to build the meth lab the entire time without leaving. That's what this is. It's like people work there, but they got to be there a lot. Like they work. It could be like a firehouse, like a, like a, like a Czechoslovakian firehouse or something where they're, cause it's. Yeah. A a firehouse is a good call. So this, this particular entry doesn't have the OP in the comments following up. I'm going to point out some other things in this picture. So next to it, there's like an ice machine and then there's some stray apple jacks on the floor. Oh, Wow, what an eye you have. And then if you go up to the refrigerator, this is why I'm going to take back my farm comment. Not only are there tomatoes refrigerated, although they do sometimes do that on the farm, they have stickers on them, so they're not their own produce. I agree with you. I do think that this is probably like a firehouse where they'll make like a, uh, you know, a 17-egg omelet for whoever's on shift. Yeah. Uh, where are we at? Like you just mentioned, tomatoes do not go in the fridge. Um, neither does fruit. Additionally, Skippy, the, the peanut butter. Peanut butter is not I a like, refrigerated item. I like it item. in the fridge. I like it in you the fridge. You do cold peanut butter. I do. Wow. I do. I actually, before we started this, yeah. I did, um, you know, because I have to be gluten-free, yeah. I think, most of the time. Yeah. <sighs> 
so fucking lame, by the way. Like, I know I need to go get the test and figure out whatever it is, but it does, I do feel better. But like, um, I had some chunky peanut butter. This is why everyone says we're horny for food. Yeah. I had some chunky peanut butter and some, um, unfortunately, seedless. I like to go full seed on my raspberry jam. Oh, yeah. I like that too. That's good. I like a hard seed. I like a tangy raspberry jam and then i did it on a lundberg uh i love lundberg they're one of my that's one of my ogs i will marry into that family Mm. i don't even need to like have a recliner to date someone in that family so like if you guys want to date me hit me up but um listen i had it it was i had two of them before i started this i'm completely full i feel great but the cool peanut butter, it spreads so nicely. Mm. It's not a show. I feel like it's a little bit too much of a show. Mm. And it heats quickly. Mm. Heats? You heat pe- Oh, like- Heats. No, I mean like it just takes to the air quickly. Oh, oh, it's right. not like you're right. defrosting a steak. Right. And there's, so there's one more detail here that I think is important before we move on. This is an old like shitty fridge, top and bottom. Someone- and that this is why this has to be where like a bunch of dudes work because the fridge is like kind of dirty. And on the door of the freezer, somebody has written the word yeah, Y-E-A-H, with blue painter's tape. Wait a minute. Also, you're so right. This is a boy thing. Yep. This isn't frat house, though, because frat house boys wouldn't have like a stray lime. No. That would have gotten used. Yep. They wouldn't have. They wouldn't have that fresh banana. The fresh bananas on the top of the Unless, fridge. Unless exactly. Yep. So this might be shopping day because we've got mm. some fresh bananas on top. Mm-hmm. We got a box of cereal that are not Apple Jacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, hello. Can we be called in and solve a fucking yeah. murder, dude? Yeah. We're basically We've got this CSI. lime tucked in yeah. next to the Skippy. Um, excuse me. And then by the way, should should we bully him? Yeah. Oh, and then this Kroger. I know this Kroger half and half that you have here that takes a year to expire. Don't ask me why. Kroger Dairy products, same with that dairy, dairy life one yeah, that they yeah. have. That takes like five months to expire. I'm like, why does this milk take so long to expire? What'd you do to it? Is this breast cancer? That is kind of weird because it usually, it usually goes bad pretty quickly. It goes bad in hours. Yeah. Okay. So new case. This is another one you picked. Yeah. So this one is called. Oh, new case. Detectives, we've got a new case. I'm fascinated to hear your notes. I don't, Malls, I'm going to need your help with this one because there's so much shit in here that I do not recognize. But it is, I will say, for being a very, a pretty full fridge, it's pretty organized. There's a lot of like similar size, like all the condiments are in the door. Right. I believe I see a bottle of Pinot Grige. Okay, because I was going to say, it's not giving me Mormon. No. Although the way that they are prepped, it seems very sober. Yeah. I'm getting liberal arts. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, the, the, the wife is a college professor. Right. And she has, she sips a little wine, not every night. There's a bottle of alcohol in that freezer. 
Yep. Oh, is there? Yeah, between the little container on the and the the ham. Oh yeah, yeah. I see it. Uh, what is that? A salami or a pep? Uh, this is, by the way, this should be our podcast. It's like honestly, it's fuck trend lightly. It's great. Is it just us perving over people's fridges? But no, truly. Uh, okay. Yep. Sorry. So they drink. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, I ADD down. No, on it's okay. You. I'm with you. There's um oh they got those Magnum bars, the dairy free sea salt caramel Magnum bars in the freezer. So that seems off brand. For it kind of does. It's a like a little bit. Um, it's naughty. Yeah, it's a little bit unhealthy. It's also like that's like to me a, a nod to Mormonism. If it yeah. wasn't for the wine, I would be like, okay, we're getting closer to Mormon. <laughs> All right. So in terms of these fridges, you have one called went grocery shopping yesterday. Yes, went grocery shopping yesterday. Let's check this one out because I can't remember what the it's details looking of like it. This is a uh, freezer guy. He's got he's a Trader Joe's boy. Oh, yeah. He's got the quiche. Yes, he's got is, the reduced yes. guilt. Some quinoa. What is this? Uh, what is this green thing? Uh, this is. Are you talking about in the door or in the freezer? Because this freezer. is. I, in the freezer, so I had to zoom in on this, and I, I know why I picked it. Um, I zoomed in because there's one, two, three, four, five, ten boxes of frozen pancakes. Okay, so what does that say? Does that say California pancake on it? What does that box say? I don't know. I got to zoom in. Cauliflower pancakes. What? So You're I think right. this is keto. This is keto. We're keto, on a keto man. So he's this is his side. Keto boy in the house. Yeah. He so he's making he's making his lean. He's got his leans. Yeah. Oh, dude, his, he's a big Trader Jojo. Like yeah. this dude Quinoa. is a Trader Jojo. Big time. Oh my god, what a dork. I mean, God bless him. Like truly. Um. Yeah. Totally. He's he's way into his all his Trader Joe's stuff. A lot of frozen items. A lot of. But he's healthy. Look. There's wild. There's those um pouches of salmon. Those salmon pouches. Gross. Like you want a little healthy snack. I cannot. Like I, this. That's something I envy in a person to just lack the self awareness to be eating tuna out of a. That's a shame food. Like I have no shame about loving spaghettios. Fish in a pouch. Don't don't flex that. Oh, I fuck with it. I eat it all the time. I that's you know what disgusting. I, you know what like I, honestly, that's why you're yeah. emotionally poor. That's why you're emotionally <laughs> bankrupt. Is because you're you accept fish from a foil packet and you oh, ever absolutely. you've ever judged anyone's life. Oh you my god, you guys, we just fucking cracked the code. This man, you eat fish out of a foil packet and Absolutely. you judge yeah. people? No, I do. I do eat that. And you know what else I eat? Don't take it personally, guys. There you go. That's proof. Don't take it personally. You know what else I eat? Is the um the tins of smoked oysters. That's, I mean, that's like, that's its own choice. But I'm saying when you are using a aluminum 
aluminum envelope. Yeah. There, yep. That's what a skin mask comes in. You're um, eating fish from well, the ocean? Yeah, yeah. Out of something that holds a beauty mask most well, what's of the, the time? And what's the difference, be- come what's on the difference here between a can? And cast... The difference yeah. is that a can is a can, and right. this is an, a, a face mask envelope. Yeah, and it's sometimes it has... Wow, this is has, just, honestly, this is so illuminating. This is I'll, so illuminating, because I would you know think what that I find, you would have been totally on board with me. You know what I find weird is that he refrigerates it. It doesn't need to be refrigerated. It's sealed in that... And that's the grossest thing you ever said. It's a, you don't have to put that in the fridge. No, but like if you're going to be at so shameless that you eat fish out of an envelope, you should have it cold. No, I don't want cold fish out of an envelope. I want my fish out of an envelope. You want room warm envelope, envelope yeah. fish? Yeah. That's disgusting. I so, And I'll, I'll, I'll throw it down. Um, this guy doesn't have anything in his fridge that's not from Trader Joe's as far as I can tell. Like, I mean, this the, feels like you too, like a jar. It looks like a, a repurposed pasta jar full of cantaloupe slices. Yeah. Yeah. Or that could be like the jarred. You know, they come like that jarred, like jarred peaches or something. You're looking at them on your desk across. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I don't know wh- what you, what would you call them? It's like a, a Larry Balva, and you're like, what, how do you say uh, jarred peaches? Yeah, no, this is, this guy is a, uh, I cannot believe you're a fish in an envelope guy. Oh yeah, I'm definitely a fish in an envelope guy. Now, not only is he refrigerating his envelope fish, but for some reason he's got a giant jar, a giant bottle of white vinegar in the fridge. Cleaning. Probably for cleaning. And what, then why is it going to be cold? Because some, maybe for pickling also. He's So he's got to chill it. Sometimes. I mean, it does look like the kind of thing that you would buy on Amazon. That's like, yeah, yeah. we're under the cleaning section, but you can use us for cooking. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Especially a lot of keto. A lot of these, like, as I'm aging, I'm really realizing that we're. Uh, reaching a vinegar renaissance. Oh, yeah. It's good for you. Yeah. Like, we weren't, like, horny for vinegar. Like, I was a uh, oil and vinegar on my salad, Delicious. girl. Because I, I grew up during the Great Depression. I'm yeah. a ghost of a child. Oh, yeah. Um, But then we go above here. This man is on some dried fruits, like you, but yeah. not fistful of mangoes. Is he doing dates here? Are these mejuls? Wait, is this in the fridge? Yeah, I'm not s- right above the vinegar. Scroll up. Oh, oh, I'm because I'm zoomed in. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know what. Yeah. Oh, you know what it is? What? Cherries. I want to say that. No, I think you might. I think it's dates. Oh, you know what that means? Or not? Not dates. Keto. Prunes. Prunes. Oh, yeah. So he can shit from eating meat easy, all the time easy, on yeah. keto. He's trying to stay regular, but he's got loads of, he's got everything from Trader Joe's. He's got the Trader Joe's syrup in the fridge. We Again, the sun butter, of course, yes. everyone recognizes the sun butter cups. Yes. Um, you don't, who refrigerates syrup? You don't want cold ass syrup. Yeah, I, I don't refrigerate syrup. That's crazy. You heat syrup. His life is hell though. Look at this, Brian. This is hell. Yeah. So he does have some nice, like it looks like a pancetta maybe yeah. in the little drawer there. Yeah. He's got something going on, like a little meat. But then he has 
just two cheeses. What is it? What are those? American? Oh, it's, yeah, sliced cheese. Possible one Swiss, I see. Right. Well, one's, then- mo- one's mozzarella. He's got a mozzarella. They might, no, they're both mozzarella. He's got a backup to, because he just went grocery shopping. Mm. This guy's also an Apple refrigerator. He refrigerates so, all the wrong shit. Totally. And then like, but also this is why I also know he's keto because he's embarrassed of his produce. Do you see that the other produce in there is in a bag? But then like he decides to refrigerate the apple. Why? To signify like I have one apple. Like you're trying to let us know you're not a freak. Well, no, because he had the backup ones. He's so he's just gone grocery shopping. So the one the one apple is from the week before. And the, you feel confident those are other apples. In yeah. There? And that's a new bag of apples. And because he's a dude, he puts the bag of apples behind the new apple because he doesn't want to to, in, them to intermingle changing things out. Right. Yeah. 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 But wait. So then I'm thinking maybe we see also steam chicken dumplings. I mean, there are no cheat days in keto. No. That's I right. follow Keto Connect, a couple that probably is never fucked. And I know that you don't, there's no cheat days in keto. Um, yeah, everybody knows that. You never cheat in keto. Lasagnas? Yeah, there's something, but they can't because he's keto. I'm I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say those are meatloaf. Right. Multiple like defrosted frozen meatloafs. Like Shane from Airbnb. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. Like Shane from Airbnb, yeah. like drop. I mean, dude, this is the craziest thing. You guys, if you don't know, I think I talked about it on here. I might have just talked about it on stereo. But I stayed at an Airbnb of a guy named Shane yep. in Boston. My mom booked it for me and I felt too polite to be like, okay, I'm booking a hotel room. I'm a fucking adult. Like, I'm not going to stay here. I was just like so freaked out that I stayed. And it was this guy, Shane, he's younger than me, but like he just is like a really clean guy. Like you can tell everything he owns comes from Target, but like he doesn't, but not in a cheap way. Like he's just a straightforward guy with no personality, but also a sick Dodge Charger that like if he had a personality, I'd be completely horny for. Yeah. The day that I was leaving, no, two days before I left the Airbnb, this dog cracks four eggs into a bowl yeah, and then leaves them out raw What in the fridge for 48 hours. What? And when I left, the eggs were still in the bowl. What? What's the purpose of that? Leave it in the fucking shell. That's, that's fridge detective shit. Like maybe that's what I should post. Fridge detective is like, no, he, I don't know. Like I kind of felt like maybe it was like a Joe Rogan thing. Like maybe he was like, he's got to like air them out. Yeah, he was probably like taking the gay out of them or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, does that feel like a ritual thing for like a weird Joe Rogan guy? That's like, oh, it's gay if you eat eggs that are like <laughs> in yes, the shell. Yes, yes. <laughs> Guys, is eating eggs in the shell gay? Like, that's it's, definitely what we're experiencing right, there. Definitely. Uh, okay, let's look at another one. Let's do what? What? Let's do one of yours. I did win. Oh, okay. Supernova. Okay. Let's do this. So this is really uh, a, like a, just a lame, humble brag. This is basically what looks like to me a plus size mini fridge. Oh, what the fuck is this? But if you look at it, 
dude, look at it. Yeah. Did they make many bottles of Dom? Because relationally, I mean, not to brag, I've drank a fair amount of Dom Perignon in my life. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to fit in a standard fridge going up straight. I think this is a, I think that this is a fake fridge. I think this is a prop fridge. I think this is someone who has a fetish no. for miniatures. No, it's, those are regular size champagne glasses. You might no, be thinking. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. You you might be thinking of their like magnum size, but look, they're right next to that. One of those water bottles that they bring you to the table when you ask for still water at a restaurant. No. No, 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 Brian, zoom in. This is not proportional to any fridge. I understand what you're saying about the water is the same size as the Dom. I yeah. think this is a fake out. This is, look at the size of this. There is no fridge. This isn't a full-size fridge. And there's no oh. mini fridge that two full-size bottles of Dom would fit in. I get what you're saying. They've They've put, they've done like, one of those miniaturized they're miniature freaks this is like a fetish dude yeah. they're miniature people yeah they're that do thing? yeah they're doing the mini thing and sometimes they scuff them up so it looks a little scummy like see how there's some like jizz or whatever on the in front of the humidity controlled crisper yeah yep yeah what is that that looks like but like what is what are the dimensions of the fridge look at the floor yeah then look how big those fruit and vegetable drawers are in comparison. But then when you look at it at the door, the floor makes no sense. Yeah, it's yeah, because it's like it's the drawers are usually much wider. And then look at the top here, the very top. This is a this isn't an adult fridge. This isn't what's in home fridges. No, I think you're right. I think this is a mini fridge with mini split bottles of champagne made to, they're trying to trick us into saying it look full size. There's no way people are saying like, congratulations on your first home. I mean, am oh, I just, yeah. let, let me go to their profile. I feel like emergency burps is their name. Let me see. Oh what, my God. What a name. Let me see what else they're into. Cause this is how Nicole and I found out about restoring Dick, which is guys, I don't know. I think they're stretching out their foreskin or something, but like, you got to remember to go into the, into their profile. Yeah. I mean, he does seem like sort of a crypto jerk off. Okay. I don't know, guys. Is this a normal fridge? There's no way that with this drawer proportions, like what full-size fridge has drawers like this or sides like this? It could be. Maybe it's Canada. Maybe it's Canada. They got yeah, weird-shaped shit up there. Do you like science fiction? I'm Carrie Bechet, and if you loved movies like Arrival or Interstellar, then you're going to want to check out my podcast, Hypothetical. On Hypothetical, we tell speculative sci-fi stories interwoven with real science. New episodes every Tuesday, available wherever you get podcasts. It's true. So yeah. I found, you sent me this Reddit you found, and then I found a BuzzFeed quiz perfect for us. Oh, yeah, let's do it. These are fun. How normal is your refrigerator based on these 36 items some people store in it? This is right for us. Yeah, totally. Okay. Hold on. Let me... These links are just like not... How normal is your refrigerator? Okay, here we go. 
Okay. I'm here to ask you what's in your fridge. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Number one, do you have ketchup in your fridge? I don't use ketchup, really, ever. But I'm sure we have some here, and it's definitely not in the cupboard. So I would say, duh, I have ketchup in the fridge. By the way, look at the manipulative way they write the answers. Duh, or sadly, nope. Yeah, okay, so this is unscientific. Speaking very, of unscientific. Very. Um, I don't like ketchup, but I do like a spicy ketchup. So I have a jalapeno mm-hmm. ketchup. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with duh, just because it's the only one I have. Oh, my God. Cornichons. Oh, my God. We're on the Cornichon page. Yes. Cornichons. Do you have pickles in your fridge? Yes. Always. Pickles. Yes. By the way, the guru stew does not like pickles. Was that alarming that's, for you to find out this week? No, that is kind of crazy. I Who feel doesn't? like stew. You're living in a motorhome. You don't like pickles. Like that's like you. If you're cool enough to live in a motorhome, you have to like pickles. Pickles Duh. are great. They're um, the best food. So we already discussed this earlier. Peanut butter. There's there's definitely no I have peanut butter here, but not in the refrigerator. No, thank you. No PB in my fridge. There's wow. a huge PB in my fridge. 82% to 18. No PB in my fridge. Uh yeah, you're a rare one. Yeah. No, and I'm I the also- I'm I'm the majority. You're the you're the uh minority that refrigerates oh. peanut butter. Oh, I guess I am. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's good. It slaps. And then the next one is almond butter. And coincidentally, I do have almond butter. Yeah, in but my I, fridge. I do when I do. I don't have any almond butter right now. But when I do, I do not refrigerate it as do as neither do 89% of respondents just like me. What about tomatoes? No, tomatoes no. do not go in the fridge. No. They go in with the fruit on the counter. Here's something I tweeted once about like what celebrities do you think refrigerate tomatoes? Yeah. And someone said like Chrissy Teigen and I wrote back and I was like, you know, honestly, like I didn't say this part out loud, but what I was thinking is like, honey, I hate to defend her, but there's no way she keeps tomatoes in the fridge. There's no way. Like she's going, you can say she's tells teens to kill themselves all day long, but she's not keeping tomatoes in the fridge. No chance. Um, 56% agree with that. Oh no. 56 actually chill their tomatoes. Nuts. And this is America. You guys, this is where we are. This is bananas. Okay. Bananas. No, no. of course not. not. Child. Who would do that? 93%. Um, milk. From a cow in your fridge. Now, hold on. Do Does half and half count? Yes. Okay, then yes. It probably, Mo- like, if you can click the button twice, it probably does. I have uh, oat milk and I have a little bit of half and half. Yeah. Moo, yeah. Most people. Going moo, yeah. 83%. What about almond milk? I don't really use almond don't milk. Don't say that. Almond. What? Yeah, I don't I don't really use almond milk. I have. In so what do I say here? I'm just going to say no. No nut milk for me. That's disgusting by the way, nut milk. <laughs> I do have I do have nut milk in my fridge. I also have oat milk, the next one. I have oh, oat milk in my fridge. No, I do not. Dude, I'm I'm milk heavy over here. Um yeah, you are. You have all the milks. You're I'm really frothing. Yeah, you're frothing. <laughs> Um, do you have iced coffee or cold brew in your fridge? Yes, I do. Hell yeah. It's, what it's, do you, what's your, we never talk about this. What's your coffee? Uh, the uh, the cold brew ones? Yeah. 
so I was buying, I cannot remember no, 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 what they're no, no. called. What? Stop. What? What's the coffee you drink every day? I know you like half and half, like a fucking swamp animal, but what's the, what is, what's like your go-to morning coffee? Like, um, like what kind of beans do I buy? Like Starbucks. Like, do you do like a little, like, does it come out of a can? Does no. it come out of a bottle? Do you do a hot, like grinds thing? So in the morning I grind beans and I have an electric kettle that I boil and then I make a French press every morning. You do hot every morning. Hot every morning. And then in the afternoon, I will have an iced coffee. Yeah. And like you told me, like I posted a video of a guy on Horny for Bitcoin, my shit post account. And I posted that and you were like, oh, no, that's crazy. And like, why? Because he took his shoe off. He was that's the guy that was eating oatmeal in his car. And he, no, he wasn't or, eating oatmeal. He was just drinking a nice coffee and put had his foot up. Yeah, and the, you freaked out. He took off his shoes and socks, and it was like it was a low key like, um, like fetish, fetish TikTok, where he's like, "I'm just gonna stretch out my, let my dogs breathe here I on didn't the think dash." That was a fetish. I, you know, I'm big into picking up fetishes these days. I didn't think that was horny. I thought that was just genuinely like he likes to put his foot up, and he was uh, doing kind of uh, like a POV. I don't know. He was up to something. He was up to something and I wasn't into it. Okay, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Um, don't use a lot of mayonnaise, but I'll, I'll throw it on a BLT. So I do have it. Yes, always have my mayo. 85%. Always have my mayo. No, see, I like I have a small, I have the smallest amount you can have while same. still having mayo. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. Just a little thing of it. Honey. Is this honey? The next, yeah, do you have honey a- in your fridge? Uh, no, I have honey, but I don't cabinet. keep it in the fridge. I don't refrigerate honey. Do you? Yeah. No, that's a cabinet item. Yeah, totally. 93% Egg. nope. Um, eggs. Yeah. Egg. You know, in other countries, they don't sell eggs cold. I know. So this is like, this is the thing that fascinates me. Like being on TikTok is so amazing because it's like anyone in the country can have it. And so you'll see these glimpses into all these people's homes. Yeah. And there's people that'll have these Costco racks of eggs, which is truly flexing. Like, this is like a briefcase full of money. But like, I'm going to say it. I think eggs are dairy. Fuck you. Yeah, they are, right? Unsubscribe. No, they're not. They're technically not dairy. Oh, which, yeah. by the way, is bullshit because they are absolutely dairy. Totally. They're full on dairy. They're I guess dairy it's because it's not like a secretion from an animal. Right. But like, sorry, if something's coming out of a chicken's asshole, that's a secretion enough for me. Yeah, yeah, totally. Do you have raw meat in your fridge? Well, only if I'm going to cook it. Yeah, I got a steak on deck. Yeah, I got yeah. raw meat. Yeah, I do. so what? But I don't right now. I'm not going to grill anything tonight. So no, I don't. It's in the freezer. Does that count? Do I say yes or no to this? Uh, I think they're. I think they're. I think that's an economic call. <sighs> I'm going to say yeah because I, I do. I think they're saying if you're a freezer boy, yeah, then maybe you like buy in bulk. I think that's a. I think it's a. I think there's a little uh, Chinese uh, TikTok algorithm shit happening in here. They're yeah, collecting I got a freezer our data. Full. What about chicken thighs? Oh, I fuck with thighs. No thighs. Moms? You don't eat thighs? No. You're you're white meat only person? I just don't know what to do with a thigh. Oh, I like, didn't grow up in a thigh meat culture. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know about it. Uh, 
I feel safe cooking a chicken breast, but the more I do it, the more I realize there's no satisfaction there for me. Um, so maybe if I so eat good. chicken, it's my randomly. it's my preferred it's my preferred kind of chicken is the thigh. What do you uh, do? How do you cook it? Um, on the grill. I just send me some res. Will you send me a recipe and I'll post it in the description? Oh, I do it just the most basic. It's not even called a recipe. I just I just, just dr- this is an opportunity to get your recipe out there. I would just say yes if I were you. Salt and pepper, olive oil, and lemon and lime. Like, lie about it and then, like, write a spice to me in a text and I'll put that in the description. Sometimes Everyone's I use... Everyone's going to think it'll be like Brian's thighs. We'll call it Brian's thighs. Sometimes I use that chili lime seasoning from Trader Joe's. There we go. Or sometimes when they're on the grill, I'll paint them with a little bit of, like, um, gochujang, like the Korean sauce. Mm. I don't even know if that's what it's called. Uh, okay. Regular butter. What does that mean? Not margarine. Margarine's oh, illegal right, right. right now, no, right? No, margarine's... No, honestly, unless you're vegan, uh, why are you dying of chemicals? Don't eat... Disgusting. If you like, just figure out a way to live without it. Um, yes, I like like full regular butter, but yep. also like I like a salted butter, yep. and I like that Kerrygold moment. That's what I use. That shit's good. Um, yogurt. Well, I got Greek, so yes. Yeah, I got yogurt. Um, cold cuts. I do often have cold cuts, but I don't right now. So not in my fridge. Yeah. Not in my fridge. Hot sauce. Yes. Definitely a bunch of different kinds of hot sauce in my fridge. Do you have hot sauces you keep out? Like I keep my tapatio in the cabinet. No, I keep it in the fridge. You know, it turns a different color if you leave it in the cabinet. I don't know. I'm not into that. Well, how long? I mean, I eat it. Okay. Uh, do you have lettuce in your fridge? Yes, I do. Yeah. Lettuce. Unfortunately. Uh, are there apples in your no, fridge? No. no. Of course not. And they show it like, see, this is why I know it's like a weird classist thing because they show the apples like in the the way it's displayed at the grocery store, not in a fridge. Um. Yeah. Ex- oh, yeah. It's they're tr- they're trying to like um, coerce you. Yeah, they're saying like, hey, dumbass, see this apple like out in the open where the pantry goods are? Do you keep yours in the fridge? Are there oranges in your fridge? No. Hold on. This, the, my, the page crashed. So I have to like reload it. We're having so many problems know. today. It's, you know, I play everything in with this Chromebook. I record onto my Mac, but I play like all the sounds and stuff off a of Chromebook. And it, it's a real piece of shit. I just bought it because it was cheap. You know, I know. All, I, all I need to do is connect to the internet, but it's like pages crash and won't load. Okay, hold on. Uh, see, it didn't keep hot sauce. So yes, of course, hot sauce is in my fridge. Oh my God. Look, what is they happening? did the potatoes with the eyes. The potatoes have overgrown. They have eyes. They're Disgusting. out here to say hello. I know this is, I threw away a potato like this the other day. It was heartbreaking. Disgusting. No, you don't yeah. put potatoes in the fridge. They are underground dwellers. Ideally you would keep that in some sort of like, it's a root vet. It's a tuber. Yeah. You put it in a box. Like if you have like a big pantry, you put it in a box in the darkest place. Okay. Okay, I'm catching up. So no apples and then oranges. No, of course not. This Uh, is interesting. The picture they chose for the syrup. Hold on. Potatoes. No, disgusting. Um, Zero carb pancake keto syrup. Ketogenic. This looks like it might be 
It's Joseph's pancake syrup, KG, KG ketogenics. N- this is um this is like it, the subliminals coming here is is yeah. just Yeah. But nobody no refrigerates aspartame? syrup. There's, there's no reason. Yeah, no aspartame. That's a weird flex. Splenda? Like why would you expect it to be in there? Um you do you have pe- pesto? I don't eat pesto. So no. I do have pesto, yeah. Um do you have barbecue sauce in your fridge? I actually do. Yes, I do. No, I just threw mine out. Yeah. Um, any cheese, of course. Mm-hmm. I got cheese in the fridge. Cottage okay. cheese? No, I don't fuck with cottage yeah. cheese. Yeah, no. Not on my watch. No. That's the... Okay, mozzarella, M- not right now. Mozzarella? No, I don't either. Um, do you have any fresh herbs? I do not. I do. Oh. Do you alcohol. have any alcohol in your fridge? I mean, come on. Yes. Do you guard your alcohol from your kids? No, but I probably need to. Do you ever like get a sense like maybe a half inch is missing? Yeah. I, for a while I was like measuring my whiskey a little bit, but I don't, I think they were kind of on to that. I do. If I have any kind of claws or seltzers, I'm very aware if any were to go missing. You got to number them. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I keep an eye. I know that I know how many I have ground coffee in my fridge. No, I keep it in the freezer. Why do I, I want to ground your kids for stealing your alcohol. Yes, of course I have coffee. Yeah. I don't think they do. I don't think they have stolen it. I'm I'm sure they have drank, but garlic. Both of them? No, just the, the, the boy. He's almost 16. No. Um, do you have bread in your fridge? No, I don't refrigerate bread. I do refrigerate what? bread when I have it. Yeah. What? It makes it last longer. Um, soda. I don't really stock soda here. No. So, no. Oh, this is a real growing up thing. This is something you have growing up. Baking soda. I always have a baking soda yeah. in my fridge. I don't. Yep. I don't. No baking soda. Um, is that, what did we learn? Tasty. Oh, I guess no. all we learned is, is that where just, we are in terms of percentage of people. Yeah, this I is think the for, lamest quiz ever. What's yeah. the lowest I would say I came in on? Um, uh, there was one you were like in the twelve percent, but I can't rem- remember. Oh, was refrigerating your peanut butter? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, listen this this quiz kind of sucks. Um, yeah, it does. It does. I will say take it because there's a, um, I did see a new website called like about average. I'll find it. It's where like you can go online to see where you fall in the average of anything. So it'll be like, do you think that you are more kind than most people? And it'll tell you how many people think they're more kind than others. Oh, everyone does. Or it'll be like, are you a better friend to your friends than they are to you? And like, it's so interesting what people like overwhelmingly think that, like every, like 86% of people think they're smarter than the rest of the population. Um, yeah, that's, of course they do. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me at all. Okay. What's the, what's going on is, is, you you brought this story to us. It's it's about 
going to prison and in the future, how they're going to have, they could p- potentially have like virtual reality prison. Okay. And so I feel, this is, is, yeah. is Elon involved in this? It seems like it, right? Like this is yeah. total black mirror shit. I believe this is the theme of like the white Christmas episode, which for some reason is the only episode of black mirror. I don't, actively remember watching black mirror is like one of my favorites right it's the best yeah Yeah. the last season was not for me so much there was like two episodes i liked in it and i was almost like i wish you would go away again for five years yeah i i bounced in and out of black mirror so i don't i don't i probably haven't watched a whole season but i watch episodes and they're all amazing so um yeah basically um Future bio- biotechnology could be used to trick a prisoner's mind into thinking they have served a thousand-year sentence, a group of scientists has claimed. So, basically, there is a uh, doctor, Dr. Roche, who said that she came forward and said that there is a number of psychoactive drugs that distort people's sense of time. So, you could imagine developing a pill or a liquid that made someone feel like they were serving a thousand year sentence. And so this speaks to honestly a po- uh, an issue that people talk about all the time. And this is a study that was based in the UK where um, I don't think they have private prisons. Right. So they're like trying to actually solve the problem because maybe taxpayers are paying for people to be in prison, but they're trying to figure out how do we make someone basically live the equivalent of a thousand years and eight and a half hours. And there's enough drugs that exist that you could put someone in a room with a pill yeah, and they'll feel like they've served 1000 years in prison in just eight and a half hours. And I'm wondering what's worse, like spending 20 actual years in prison where you can have the real time I mean, I guess if you feel like you're, if time is slowed down to the extent that you feel like you're living a thousand years and eight and a half hours, I'm sure there can be a lot of processing and transformation. Like, yeah. have you ever done mushrooms and just felt like after you were done, you were like, oh, I get it. Like, I just need to not freak about that. That's not a big deal. Every time. Every right. time I've done mushrooms. I've so heard like, though. Yeah. I've heard about people that do DMT and the, their DMT trip they live like a, an entire other life in their DMT trip. Right. And like, so that's the thing is like a thousand years is like, let's say someone had a 20 year sentence. <laughs> if you were to get them out of it by having them live a thousand years in prison, yeah. that's fair. That's a fair trade out because you have to do <clears throat> a thousand years worth of self-evaluation. Yep. Yeah, that's like horrible. They'll come out it's the worse. most woke people in society, maybe. Because it's because it's real to them. Yeah. Well, Who they, cares if it's only under ten minutes? Fewer than ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it says I'm f- if the speed up were a factor of a million, a millennium of thinking would be accomplished in eight and a half hours. Uploading the mind of a convicted criminal and running it a million times faster than normal would enable the uploaded criminal to serve a thousand year sentence in eight and a half hours. This would obviously be much cheaper for the taxpayer than extending criminals lifespans to enable them to serve a thousand years in real time. And like, this is just fascinating because like, of course, the only thing that like gets these things done is capitalism. 
Yeah. It's, that's why we have so many people in prison in the first place, right? Because of the prison, because pr- prisons are for-profit businesses that right. lobby the government to make th- laws more strict and sentences longer and, and politicians never can never be seen as quote soft on crime. So they, they all support these longer, harsher, punitive prison sentences that keep these prison guard unions and, and private prison owners in business. So if there's, if there's a way to pivot this business to a different business that also makes money from this, well, that's how it's going to happen. So this is like a huge leg up on where we're at. And we should be thinking this way because like where we are, we have like our prison industrial complex has people making license plates and like, Uh, underwear for Hanes or whatever, like that's what prisoners are doing. And what I'm seeing from this is that if you could have a thousand hours to train someone, like the way that we maybe send someone to get a bachelor's degree in prison now, maybe your GED, like in a thousand years, you could train someone to be the CEO of a company. Totally. In eight and a half hours. And like, that is a complete, as much as you could rehabilitate a person given like their genetics. And I'm sure all of that stuff would be taken into account. I don't think the people that there's like no hope for in their eyes would be considered for something like this, but the people that they're like, they're highly intelligent and we could rehabilitate them and get them primed for a job like this. That is, uh, they're creating superhumans. Totally do it. Let's see where it goes. Yeah. I Let's mean, fuck listen, around my and find out. fear is going to prison if I, but now that I hear that, I feel like eight and a half hours in a chair living a thousand years is way worse. I don't think it I is. could take that off. No, you couldn't. No, it's you, you would, you know, the, the thousand yard stare, you'd have that. You'd just be like a zombie. Where does that from really what, come from? The thousand yard stare. I think it's from like Vietnam. It's like, it's a, I think it's PTSD. I think I could be wrong. Somebody's going to correct me and that's okay. I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't want to put myself up here as an expert, but uh, that's what I thought. I thought it was like a military. I think so thing. too. And I've just yeah. only heard it from, I've always wondered what that meant. Right. Cause it does. That's a thing that people have. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. Also people, I would use it to apply to people that were severe drug addicts for a long time and now they might be sober but they just kind of have that like gate that like glazed look shot out that yeah my understand okay so this is really interesting i saw someone i in, encountered someone like that mm-hmm. and i asked someone i knew who was like in the recovery world i was like what does that mean that yeah. like a person is like this and like apparently like there's a certain point where like if you drink to that point even if you get sober you're still like perma drunk like you're on a permanent yeah. good one yeah 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 that's uh but then is it like if you feel that way all the time then do you feel anything? Like, does it no, feel like a buzz? But you know what you might feel is you might feel that other people feel you're you're strange. 
Because like if you um, aren't the type yeah. of person to ask your friend in recovery, hey, what's going on with this person? So I know how to like interact with them. Like you're probably just moving through your life pretty yeah. fucking confused. Yeah, totally. That would be that would be a living hell, I think. Because you can't alter your conscience. Well, maybe you can do like meditation. You know, there's other things, right? You probably don't have an awareness that you're shot out. You probably just yeah. have mostly, you mostly probably know your brain is different a little bit because of what your life was like before. Yeah. But like yeah, maybe some sense. self-awareness around the way you communicate isn't there. Yeah. Yeah. That could be true. Anyway, what would you, um, if you were in jail, what would be your jail snacks? Well, if I were in jail, I would definitely Sorry, do the, prison. I wouldn't get, yeah, if I were in prison, I definitely wouldn't get into the honey buns and the fucking Cheetos and Fritos. I would be the guy and you're going to make fun of me, but I'd be Slim Mr. Jones. Tuna man. No, be, you would be tuna boy. Yeah. Because I'd be, I'd be lifting in the yard. I'd be fucking doing squats. What if they called I would you be, little fishy boy. I would have to live with that, I guess. I would, <laughs> I would like you it. Little fishy boy, you would like that. Yeah, I would like that little fishy boy. Oh, it's cool to have a nickname. Nicknames are fun. But also, I know I agree. I like honestly, there's really no bad nickname. But I will tell you this too, right? I yeah. I think that you. I think that some people go into prison loving the life of the honey bun, loving the life yeah. of the chili Frito. Yeah. But, you know, I think for some of you, some of you, <laughs> some people, yeah, you go into jail, you're not getting this, like, you're only getting bad sodium from the food there. Totally. So you're like, you're missing that little, that, that thing inside of you that likes the Parmesan cheese in yep. the green bottle. Like, I think that maybe you yep. would be. A fishy Dorito boy. Yeah. I, well, maybe. I mean, there's not a lot to live for in there. Do they still do the thing? Is saltpeter a thing? Is that real? Or is it like Spanish fly where it's just like a made up thing where they're like, hey, guys, they put something in this food that makes it so your dick doesn't get hard. What does saltpeter so mean? That's what that's what it's called. There's saltpeter is like was like. They would Where say that they, would, I don't know. It's a thing. They would say like they would put it in prisoners food or like, like Navy guys food. So they didn't get too horned up. I've never heard of that. I've never, I've spent so much time reading about the lifestyle. Cause it's my biggest fear to go to prison. Yeah. I spent time. Yeah. I've fully acquainted myself with the show 60 days in iconic. Yep. Um, so good during the first couple seasons, which I know you watched one of the earlier seasons, but in season five or six, I think that's the one I was just watching. It's the last one. They went to the biggest prison in Alabama that has oh, 10 that. blocks fuck and that. only one for women. And they were putting these women in who were like, yeah, I've seen the show. They were putting them in a cell block with like 220 women. Versus like no. they, these people are probably fans of like Clark County, Indiana. Shout out to my boyfriend. Yeah. 
Scotty Maples. I'm, I know you know who that is because that's who the guy in my Gmail is. I have Scotty Maples profile picture. Oh, that Gmail. Colonel, that, that military he's looking fucking, dude? No, he's the, he's, yes, he's the Clark County Department of Corrections guy. Don't, oh, yeah, he's not Yeah, a no, he's fire. I watched one he's season of 60 Days in and I liked it. It was the one where they were in Arizona and the one guy had been in prison before and then he went to prison and immediately he became like a shot caller and he was like a, he was like a pastor, but then he went to prison and all of a sudden oh. he's like kicking people's ass and shit. No. So this is the best thing about that show, right? Is like, it's always the people who think they're going to swim really well, who are sort of like outsiders. And then it's like the weird, like religious people and like the weird, like sort of like, oh, you've got a weird. Do you remember Barb from season one who um, was in with Muhammad Ali's daughter? Who? No, I didn't see that. Oh, my God. This woman. I, the, I looked her up after the season was on to see if I could find her anywhere else in the news. And the only thing that she had ever done before was she was on like Fox news um, saying that she wanted a refund for an Ariana Grande concert <laughs> ticket uh-huh. because Ariana Grande licked a donut and said she hated America. Oh, and I, I remember was like, that. Yeah. So we bar our bar. We are both Ari stands, but I will say she lost her mind, dude. She got, got in there and she was a straight up, prisoner in eight hours i mean maybe she had siblings i don't know i could never get i would literally probably just go in there and i'd say hey guys don't fuck with me that's not a good way that's not a good way to start prison i would say hey guys or no i wouldn't say anything i would walk in there and i'd be like hey no i wouldn't wait what would i say if i walked into prison brian what would would i do you um (laughs) <laughs> you'd be like does Let's anybody want script. their hair braided no i wouldn't because i'm not good i can't do like a scalp braid i can't do like a oh the a good french ones. braid i can only yeah. do like a pippy long stocking which no one needs help with if you have the child's fingers of a child you could do that what i could do is i'd be like hey like do you want me to help you guys write like a ted talk or like do you want me to yes. help you like market like what's your brand like i could help someone brand themselves in jail or um, yeah or it's like who are you guys trying to extort on the outside? Like I could help you with that. No, I'm not good with that. I'm not good with stealing. Like I'm good at like, yeah, but you're good with, you're good with words. So you could, you could help them. They could do the stealing part, but you could be like, Oh, here, you should say this because you could help them like start their, their Nigerian Prince scam from prison. Here's the thing. Anytime I've ever tried to help a friend lie where they're like, what should I say? I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you should say, hey, sorry, I was in the shower, but my alarm clock went off. So I got out of my shower and I turned my alarm off and then I got back in my shower and then I didn't. So that's why I didn't hear your phone call. Right. That's good. <laughs> I'm so bad at lying. Like yeah, I'm that know, bad. Confusing. Like I'm bad where like my friends will be like Molly like, is that your pitch? Is that really your pitch for the lie for why I didn't answer my phone call is I was in the shower, but my alarm clock went off and then I got back in the shower. So when you're insane. your phone, but that's not no, how someone lies, lie. right? It's an insane lie. So you're supposed to keep is, it close to the truth. Right. Exactly. And I'm not good at, I'm not good at locating that, but me, me either. before we went off on that tangent, I was going to say mm-hmm. something else about prison something we could do i forgot uh i got roped into that we could we 
we could practice our prison rap. Like oh, who right, we would right. be. So yeah. So what do we say when we go into prison? Exactly. Let's let's do our like a little uh welcome to prison role play. Well, I'd go in and I'd be like, Where's the fucking chomos? Do you need me to fuck one up? Right. I, so I could see like seem like I was hard. And because I, I feel like the pedophiles for the most part are pretty de- pretty easy to beat up anyway. So I'll be like, You want me to fuck up a chomo? And then I go like, you know. I'd like to be a good soldier. But I feel like they're wise to that. Hold, hold on, Malls. And this is this ends up being a problem a lot of times on 60 Days In. When I go in, when I'm admitted, which race drafts me into their ranks? Well, so that's why I've been saying like low key that you need to get your emoji sit sh- like situation straight. Because here's the thing. I do think you are white passing enough to be a white supremacist. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but I think that you are too white to probably get in with. Well, I am a quarter Guatemalan. And I feel but, like okay, the Mexicans usually. Do you think Brian usually, Beckner? Like, do you think they're claiming Brian Beckner in the right. in the clan or whatever? I mean, that's a German. Well, whatever it's, it's German called, name. whatever it's called in the in the gang. Yeah. Oh, the Aryan Nation. You mean? Do you, no? I'm saying, do you think the Latin X portion of the jail is going to be like, oh, and our new boy? Brian Beckner. No, they'll take me because I'm dark. Because I look dark, the part. dude. You that because yes. this is the thing is we already spoke about the aforementioned <laughs> the aforementioned white passingness. So this is right. honestly. So if you've watched sixty days in, you know that is a struggle for biracial people in jail. It is. It is. I know. So maybe one guy was one guy was like life, you'll have to live the biracial struggle. One the guy was like Hawaiian. No, your self-imposed biracial struggle, by the way. Um, no, I have no struggle. I know, but like, no, but the emoji yeah. implies that like you are a person of color and you absolutely have admitted once already that you are too white to be in the Latinx gang in prison. Probably. That's probably true. I don't want to give you that, but you're probably right. <laughs> but here's the thing. What would you do so you could trade secrets? Well, you think Guatemalans are not in the do Guatemalans and Mexicans or is that not a good deal? Yeah, not usually. What happened? Uh, I don't know. They don't like each other. This is part of me not knowing anything about history, but calling all the shots. So I don't know. Was there like some sort of like battle? Well, maybe, but they're uh, they're neighbors. You know, they have share a border. Right. Right. And okay. and much like much like we have a lot of Mexican immigrants here in the United States, Mexico has a lot of Guatemalan immigrants. Well, can they I don't, tell that, you? Yeah, the people who taught me how to love Selena Quintanilla Perez were yeah. Guatemalan. So wow, I yeah. am a full consumer of Tejano Princess, Texas native, but. A major part of a Mexican subculture. Totally. Guatemalans brought that into my life. So yeah. that that's a good sign of relations, I would say. I I agree. A maybe Selena maybe connection. we're post yeah, maybe we're post um tensions. 
We're post racial now, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah we for are. Sure. I That's think so. a safe claim to make it yeah. the end of our podcast. By the way, you guys, we've had some recording uh, issues. I've had internet issues all day. So if you're hearing any weirdness, I just want to say on my part, you guys try my best, dude. Um, you know, I try to, I fancy myself like, you know, I try hard. Like I told Brian, I was going to be sensitive yeah. if like he yeah. sighed too much. I was like, don't sigh. Cause like, I will take that hard. You know what I mean? I said to him, I'm in a place where I'm going to read into a sigh. So like, if just like, mute it if you're going to sigh right and that was very but, sweet of him like he did not yeah, sigh i don't sigh though no you do i never do no, but I then also you sometimes like when you can't hear me on the phone you'll be like hello and i'm like oh my god mom like get out of here you fucking cunt like you're so bitchy like honestly sometimes so i was just letting you know like i was gonna probably like i was probably gonna burst into tears today if you came at me with some like hello energy Okay. Well, I'm gl- I'm glad you made me aware. And, and by I the will, way, I yeah. do adore you. And there was a yeah. recent review. I posted it to our Twitter and that said, oh. like, honestly, and by the way, this is someone who came from my camp and I just want to make it clear. I would say that the most fun I've had um, with Brian Beckner on this podcast was fighting with him about that hoarding thing, which he was wrong about. And by the way, which now we know is null and void because he eats fish out of a fucking envelope, like a little bitch. Uh, like a weird bitch. Like you're like a weird, like, I don't even know who does that. So I will say like, I feel very vindicated about that fight when he called her a hoarder. Cause like, who cares what fish boy says, but like, yeah, I, I adore Brian Beckner. So happy to be doing this podcast with him. He was so nice. I gave him a sigh warning, said, I can't handle it. You're the best. Thank you. And I apologize if my audio is fucked up. That's all I'm trying to say. No. It's okay. We'll put it together. We'll, we'll make it sound good. And uh, people won't even have noticed. Okay, God bless America. We had some technical issues. Okay, bye. Guys, and we keep it Prayers all up. Bye. Know. Oh, yeah. And now we all set to go. Miles and Brian is hosting the show. Thank you for listening to Trend Lightly, a solid listen podcast. If you like the show, subscribe and leave us a review. You can find segments that didn't make it to air as well as ad-free versions of our episodes on patreon.com slash solid listen. Find us on Twitter and Instagram under trendlightlypod. Send us submissions and feedback at trendlightlypod at gmail.com. And thank you to Why Not Johnsveld and Bradley Sona for our music. Anna Sheridan, New York Times best-selling author of Supernatural Horror, missing for nearly six months now. That's not possible. Is the compass broken? Or did I turn to the that? Given the circumstances of her disappearance, someone with a more vivid imagination might decide she'd pierced the veil, so to speak. Weak radio signal. 700 meters. Closing fast. There's no place for ghost stories and close encounters in this investigation, or any other. I need you. Find me.
The Shared Lives, a serialized horror mystery podcast. Stream the complete series today on Realm and on all podcasting platforms.